Welcome to the Limper Report Live. On today's broadcast, how Chile has changed healthy eating. Schlotsky's spicy contest. Should foods be banned at the checkout? And some great news about taurine. Aubrey Plaza's milk ad is under fire. And get ready for the 4th of July price report. And on the bullseye, it's all about Costco. Let's get started. So, Sally, um, some good news. You know, what, what we've done is we've talked before about Mexico. We've talked about Chile putting marketing restrictions um, in place on kids uh, advertising. And it looks like, you know, it's really working. So in Chile, um, they have decreased kids' exposure to unhealthy food advertising on TV by 73% on general advertising by 64%. Um, there's a full daytime ban across all TV from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. on these food ads that are targeted towards kids. And bottom line is their law of food labeling and advertising created warning labels on packages for unhealthy foods. Uh, they, are, they are ominous, black, scary signs and they ban their sale and promotion in schools. And it's probably the most ambitious framework in the world um, aimed at tackling rising nutrition-related diseases and soaring healthcare costs. So it looks like it's working. And maybe, maybe what we need is we need, you know, the FDA to take a look at what's going on in Chile and in Mexico and, you know, forget these healthy labels that we're spending millions and millions of dollars on that are going to be meaningless for people. Maybe we just need to do this. Yes, this this is a very bold policy with great results. Chile has a 33% uh, obesity rate. Um, so they are dealing with much, you know, with uh, obesity rates like we are here in the U.S. and diet-related illness. Um, so yes, it, it is a great a program that they started. They started in 2016 by prohibiting um, the marketing to children, but they realized it wasn't enough. And so that was in 2018 when they added the daytime ban from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. And one of the things that is also coming out of the results of, of their efforts was they're finding that since they have banned certain products um, from being sold in schools and distributed to kids, that they're finding that the kids are actually now encouraging their parents to buy better food products for them. So that is one great thing that's come out of this. But the but but they're also saying that you know we need to look at how we can do more because there is so much exposure to children um, when it comes to marketing of sugary, high sodium um, foods and drinks. There's a lot of energy drinks being promoted um, in gaming platforms and on TikTok. Yep. So that's a whole other area that we will probably need to address as well. Absolutely. And and you mentioned that their obesity is at 33%. Um, our overweight and obesity here in the U.S. is over 60%. So clearly we should uh, take a clue from our you know southern neighbors here and being able to change things. So have you, have you ever been to a Schlotzky's? I have. Yes, I have. Okay. <laughs> I have not. So I need your advice here. <laughs> but what, what they're doing is they're offering 15 grand for a 
for the winners of a spicy hustle hustle contest um, where a selected couple will try its new spicy food, create comprehensive spice profile reports, recommend flavor menu combinations, and create content for social media. Um, they just introduced their new line. It's a spicy line featuring hot sauce-infused, freshly baked sourdough bread. I don't know if I want hot sauce in my bread. Isn't that a little weird? <laughs> well, I'm not sure I haven't tried it. Um, I have had Schlotzky's, and, you know, they are, I'm from Georgia, and so they are a, a, a chain that has that's come out of the Atlanta area. They're very popular there, Um and I've also had Schlotzky's out in California as well. Uh, but this is a really interesting marketing campaign. You know, if they're investing $15,000 in giving to a couple um, who who wins this challenge, um, just think about all of the couples that they'll get to enter that are committing to a month, a month of trying their products and talking about their products on social media creating content, taking photos, videos. That's how they win the competition by their social media content, um, trying all of their products. So it's kind of brilliant and a very small investment um, for a lot, what could be a lot of advertising. Absolutely. I, you know, I think you hit it right on the nose. 15 grand um, to, to have hundreds or thousands of people doing this. Um, it's brilliant. Um, the contest applications are open Till June 30th, just go to myspicyhustle.com. Uh, you have to reside within 25 miles of a Schlotzky's location, and you have to be over 21. So check it out. Let us know um, what you think about the uh, spicy bread. I still don't like that. Um, so there's a new report out of the University of California, Davis, um, that found that 70% of foods and beverages at the checkout in supermarkets are unhealthy. Uh, for snack size options, even a higher proportion were unhealthy, 89%. And there was a study published just this month in Current Developments in Nutrition. Most food and beverage options at checkout consist of candy, 31%. Sugar-sweetened uh, beverages, 11%. Salty snacks, 9%. And sweets, 6%. I'm not sure the difference between candy and sweets. Um, and water only represented 3% of food and beverage options. Um, and they looked at these researchers, went to 102 food stores in Davis, Sacramento, Oakland, and Berkeley, California. Uh, what's interesting about these stores, uh, Berkeley, um, in February 2021, put into effect um, a, a law that required large food stores to offer more nutritious offerings at the checkout. They were the first city in the U.S. to implement a healthy checkout policy. Uh, but to be honest with you, we've seen retailers before this, you know, have no candy checkout lanes. Um, I know that Larry Wilson from ShopRite, he did it probably 20 years ago. I know that there's some Wegmans that do it. Uh, but the reality is that this study should be eye-opening to supermarkets. Um, and yes, you make a lot of money selling M&Ms and stickers bars and stuff like that. But, you know, at what cost? 
Yes, this is a very interesting study, and it is it is really exciting that uh, Berkeley is trying this just so we can all see uh, what the results of that are, how people respond to it. It's um, it, it has always been a frustration, I think, for um, parents that are checking out with children that all of those unhealthy items are right there when you're in the middle. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. You're busy loading your groceries up on the belt (laughs) and trying to get through and they're they're asking you at the same time. And so it's, yes, yes, you can have it, you can have it. (laughs) But it is, it, it, it's complicated. And, you know, I think there are a lot of parents out there that would want to shop at a grocery store where they don't have that. So they don't have to deal with it. The candy is a choice. It's there in the store. It's in the candy aisle. But if it's not right there at the checkout, then that alleviates a lot of pressure on people. And also just, you know, temptation. Um, Sometimes you go to the grocery store really hungry and you overbuy and then you're standing in the checkout line and you're like, yeah, I'll eat a king size Snickers. (laughs) And also, let's not forget that at the checkout line, especially if you have somebody in front of you, you know, you're just standing there. So you can, you know, read um, Weekly World News or you can pick up some candy, <laughs> either one, you know, and, and find out what Martians are, are attacking us these days. Right. Um, energy drinks. So energy drinks have come under a lot of criticism, but there's a new report out um, that talks about, it, it was just reported in Science, uh, magazine that uh, taurine, which is an amino acid that's found in meat and shellfish, and it's a supplement that's added to a lot of energy drinks. Now, um, it suggests that the nutrient may help with healthy aging. Um, it slows down the process, leading to longer, healthier lives in animals. They haven't done any human tests yet, uh, but what they found is supplementing middle-aged animals led to better health. So maybe maybe taurine, which has come under so much criticism, um, isn't that bad for us. Yes, this is very exciting research. Any research that you know teaches us how we can stay younger and healthier longer, uh, we all love to hear that. Now, while this research doesn't show that we can reverse aging with this amino acid, it does show uh, that it can help slow down the process and keep you healthier as you are aging. It is uh, it is found in some foods such as scallops, tuna. Um, it's found in beef, tilapia, octopus, turkey. You can get it from chicken and seaweed. Um, there's not a lot of plant-based foods that you can find that get this amino acid from. So that becomes harder for vegetarians and vegans unless you really love seaweed. Um, And we do see a lot of energy drinks that have this supplement. But the problem with energy drinks is that they also usually come with a lot of sugar. So you've got to think about- And caffeine. And and caffeine, caffeine, both. Yes. So so maybe choosing the um, the zero sugar Red Bull is a better choice. And, you know, or the ones that have this amino, amino acid, but don't have as much sugar or caffeine. Or just get it naturally from all the foods that you just described, especially from from seafood. Um, one of my favorite actresses these days is Aubrey Plaza. Um, you know, she's been around for a while in Parks and Recreation, and she did this great movie. Um, 
Emily, I forgot, I forgot the name of the movie. Emily the Criminal. Emily the Criminal. I thought she was brilliant in it. Um, and so on. And she's now done an ad uh, for Milk Pep. Um, those are the people who generated the Got Milk campaign. And um, it's, it's interesting because it's very controversial. She basically talks about uh, the fact that, you know, um, she, she's putting down plant-based milks, uh, talking about the fact that, you know, they're calling it the wood milk campaign. She's, if you haven't seen the commercial, folks, check it out on YouTube. I think it's still there. Uh, basically, she sits in a forest and talks about how all these plant-based milks are coming from wood. That's not necessarily true, uh, but it's a tongue-in-cheek commercial. But um, people, you know, are up in arms and they're saying that, you know, the, the checkoff program for milk should not be paying for this because it disparages other foods. Uh, it's the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine uh, who is, is really taking the lead on this. I know a lot of other celebrities have come up against her. Um, so, you know, what do you, what do you think? Um, you know, she, she has said, have you ever looked at a tree and thought, can I drink this? Uh, those are her words. And then she goes on to say that the fictitious wood milk is bottled right here in the forest where the trees hit the dirt, which locks in the flavors like cherry, maple, and of course, mahogany. And if you can't pick your favorite, that's okay because they all taste like wood. <laughs> She is a very funny actress, um, and and it is satire, and it's it's very it very much reminds me. We've talked about the Portlandia skits before that you know that make fun of um, the foodies and la the labeling of you know some of the ways the labeling has gotten out of hand. Uh, but but the the plant based milk. Um, people are really upset because they feel like it's very disparaging and that it's um, it's false information and that, you know, people won't want to buy their products if they think that there's no nutritional value to them. Um, and whether or not they're going to win in this case, they're asking for corrective advertising, I think, which is a very difficult thing to, to win. But whether or not they will, I don't know. I think it is really important, though, for both sides, for the dairy industry and the plant-based milk industry, to make sure that they are communicating in a very responsible way what the different nutritional values of are of their products, what dairy offers you, and what some of our plant-based milks can offer as well. Otherwise, people might walk away a little confused. Absolutely. And, and to be honest with you, I am, uh, being the grandson of a dairy farmer, um, I was not in, in play on this, you know, whether it's soy milk or almond milk and so on, should be able to use the word milk uh, because milk does have a standard of identity of coming from an animal, whether it's a cow or, or whether it's a goat, uh, matter of fact. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm really torn because, you know, I, I like the commercial, I think it's tongue in cheek, uh, but again, it highlights the fact that I think FDA and USDA made a big mistake um, allowing these other products to be called milk. Um, and yes, you know, IFIC has done a study and they've shown that less than 10% of people really think that, you know, they're confused between soy milk and 
almond milk and cow's milk. Uh, but I still think that they shouldn't have done that. I think that's a mistake. Uh, let's talk about 4th of July. It's coming up. And there's some new reports that talk about prices as it relates to 4th of July. So get your pen and paper ready, Sally, because here's what you should buy and here's what you shouldn't buy. Okay. So sirloin steak is down half of a percent. Last year was up 14%. Now, this comes from Wells Fargo. Ground beef is down 3%. Last year was up 14%. Wine is down 2%. Processed cheese is up 15%. I don't understand that because most of what's in processed cheese is, you know, oil and, and water. Uh, bread is up 23%. Ice cream is up 16%. Chocolate chip cookies are up 24%. Um, the list goes on and on. Um, Walmart has also entered the fray. And what they've done is they have grill essential rollbacks um, that are starting right now. Uh, they have over 20 grilling classics at prices that are lower than last year. Some of the best buys, Kingsford Original Charcoal Briquettes. Um, it was $19.92, uh, $19.92. Last year, this year, it's $17.92. But the big one, if you're looking for a grill, is the Blackstone 2-burner 28-inch griddle with air fryer combo. I didn't even know there was an air fryer combo on a grill. It was $497. Now it's $447. And just this morning, we got a report from um, the e-commerce accelerator pattern. And grill accessories are down 7%. Inflatable pools are down 7%. Barbecue sauce down 4%. Hot dogs down 3%. Now, here's the prices that have gone up. Mountain Dew, that glow-in-the-dark soda, um, is up 22%. Pepsi is up 12%. Sprite up 11%. Dr. Pepper up 9%. 7-Up up 8%. Tequila up 5%. Coca-Cola only up 1%, which I find hard to believe after all the price increases that Coke has taken. And beer is up just 1%. Um, so what are you going to get for your 4th of July barbecue? Well, it sounds like I'm going to grill some sirloin steak to make uh, some tacos or some fajitas maybe because I don't want to get the bread. The bread is up. So I don't want to make burgers or <laughs> anything that it involves. Um, so I'm going to make I'm going to make tacos with sirloin steak and uh, we're going to have Coca-Cola and wine, I believe, not margaritas since tequila is up. Sorry about that, Phil. I know you love tequila. <laughs> Um, but it but it does sound all in all that people are getting a little bit of a break on prices across the board. And maybe this 4th of July is a little bit easier for them to indulge in some celebration than it was last year. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Sally. On Lost in the Supermarket, I spoke with Amy Fox, the founder of the Food and Mood Lab, about how our food choices affect our performance. Here's what she had to say. And this is just a little excerpt. You want to go to the website, supermarketguru.com, hear the entire interview. She has a lot of great things to say. Take it away, Amy. If there's one thing that you would like um, every listener to do when it comes to making good food choices to help their moods, what would it be? 
Oh man, I think that's a great question. Uh, am I limited to one? No, you can have two. You can have <laughs> I two. I can have two. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I think one of the things that I would consider it, especially it's about how you feel. Um, I think the two that I would pick, I would pick, um, I, let's stick with the alcohol thing. So you might be a person, I'm saying you generally as your listener, that um, maybe has an occasional glass of wine or beer, or I, I would just, I'd experiment with remedying and reducing your consumption and just see what happens. Um, I just know, I, I know a lot of people, I coach a lot of people and uh, who uh, want to have some weight loss or just want to feel better. And before we do any sort of planning, we look at lifestyle habits and Nine times out of 10, even just the reduction of wine or alcohol, they start to feel amazing. They literally feel joy and awe. I mean, beyond just the weight dropping off and sleeping better, they are more engaged with their family. They have more energy. And I've done nothing but help to encourage just, just try, like take a 10 calorie athletic brewing beer and put that in your koozie. Just see one night. And they start to get hooked on that feeling. On today's Bullseye, we take a look at Costco's latest treat, a mango smoothie that has come under severe criticism. This smoothie puts aside their berry smoothie, and lots of Costco customers are upset. Laura and Rachel are two sisters who run the YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook channel, Costco Hot Finds. They pronounce the mango smoothie as huge and delicious and good for Costco. It only costs $2.99. Most smoothies this size will set you back between five and seven bucks. Laura and Rachel's followers all don't agree with their review though. Some say that the color is unappetizing. Others say that it tastes sour. Yet others said it tastes and its texture reminds them of baby food. The Costco smoothie doesn't have any sugars added, which is a good thing but I must wonder if the Costco customer is a mango customer. The smoothie is made from mango puree, and for those who know mangoes, depending on the ripeness and time of the year, mangoes can be a bit sour, which is why most mango products add sugars to balance the taste. One follow applauded the smoothie and said, we love it, it's super clean ingredients, so this allergen mama is happy. Until we can cleanse the American palate of sugar, salt, and fat, there always will be a controversy over what real food tastes like. Costco made the right move, and we only wish more retailers would follow their lead and offer foods and beverages that are as close to nature as possible without adding all that other stuff. The Lemper Report is all about inspiring ideas, making our industry think, and challenging one another. Let's think about being the shopper and how we can bring our supermarkets and our restaurants closer to meet their needs. I hope you'll come back and join us on next week's installment of The Leper Report Live when we focus on the biggest and the best insights and the things that really matter to consumers and to retailers. Visit us at supermarketguru.com for the latest marketing analysis, issues, and trends, and we'll see you back here next Monday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern for a lot more.